Have you ever wondered why anyone drinks Malort? Or if there are actually lobsters in the Chicago River? Then listen to the Curious City podcast, where we answer all your questions about Chicago and the region. WBEZ's Curious City is part of the NPR network and available wherever you find your podcasts. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset, your daily source for news, culture, and more in Chicago and beyond. $10 million. It's a lot of money, and it could be transformational for a neighborhood with the right plan. Well, the Pritzker-Traubert Foundation will soon give out that amount to one organization on the south or west side of Chicago. It's called the Chicago Prize. And over the next six weeks here on Reset, we'll be checking in with each of the six finalists. Each group has come up with their own plan for how to improve their neighborhood through economic development. The first that we're talking about is the Bringing Communities Back initiative from the Far South Community Development Corporation. That's a nonprofit in Roseland that builds housing and pushes for economic, environmental and social justice in the area. To tell us more is Abraham Lacey, president and CEO of the Far South CDC, and Florence Hardy, the group's chief development and innovation officer. Abraham, your group is leading what you call the Bringing Communities Back initiative. Tell us about it. So um, the the purpose of this initiative, one, is to uh, repurpose nearly one million square feet of vacant and abandoned places on the Chicago's far south side, particularly along South Halstead Street. It has been abandoned for so many years. Um, the corridor, it's a, it's, it's a great access corridor into the city, but it has been disinvested in for many years. And so what our goal is, is that we're looking at high-impact areas um, to reinvest um, these dollars, these, these uh, hopefully the Chicago Prize dollars, mm-hmm. to bring affordable housing, retail, and other amenities to the South Halstead Corridor. Yeah, so to that end, right, you're, you're talking about bringing the community back. Why has this neighborhood seen such a decline in population? Well, you know, it, it's it's a it's a re- relatively simple way to kind of look at it. Um, when you don't invest into a neighborhood, then people don't have an incentive to stay. And so when you need, when you have, you know, this area used to be a strong um, center for manufacturing, manufacturing jobs in West Pullman uh, and in Pullman, even though we're seeing great, great work being done in Pullman, um, there's still a lot of lag in terms of the, the type of investment that's needed. So when you don't, when you lose the jobs and then everything else is going to follow, you start having disinvestment in schools, you start having disinvestment in uh, our parks, in, in the neighborhood amenities, in our housing, in our grocery and so if you want to bring communities back, and which is our initiative, you got to make that investment. It's a it's a that the concept is, is relatively simple and it's relatively smooth. And we hope that um, the excitement that we're bringing around this this project to bring in communities back initiative, that it will uh, bring forth that excitement for people to move back. We're also even building a community park in the neighborhood because it's not just about brick and mortar. It's also about the amenities as well. Yeah, for sure. Well, Florence, let's, let's bring you in here. I want to dig deeper into the housing piece of this, right? You're providing new housing options. So talk about what kind of housing is currently available in the greater Roseland area. Yeah, for the most part, it's all single family homes. Um, And that's great. But when you don't have a diversity of housing, you can't get in people who just want to be in the neighborhood and maybe can't afford housing Mm -hmm. at this point. Or, or just not housing ready or don't want a house. Um, and so with our initiative, we're looking to diversify those housing options with apartments um, to bring in, bring in people as well as 
the the home stock that is there, it's been there for a while. Yeah. Um, and disinvested in. And so part of our initiative as well is to renovate those homes, not just build from new, but really invest in those people who are already there in the community that's already there in the vacant properties, bringing those up uh, to to today's standards, really, Mm -hmm. such that you don't have new construction next to a burnt out building or something like that. Yeah. So so that combination that that you just described, right, of that new construction and the renovations, why uh, why that gold? Why is it so important to do that? All of that? Yeah. And first thing is we really want to invest in those who have already who have stayed, who have remained. Um, And then you do that by helping them to renovate. So right now we even offer grants for renovations for people who live in their homes. We offer grants to those who want to make their homes more senior accessible Mm -hmm. um, because you want to invest in those who are already there. And then with the new construction, that's how you bring in new people. Uh, Those who may not have looked the community before as a place to live and raise their families. Now they can see a housing uh option um, that meets their expectations. Mm -hmm. So you're enticing residents to come back. You're also looking for new folks to give Roseland a shot. Mm -hmm. Um, The next part of the initiative, talk about that, Abraham, that building community wealth. What's the plan for Far uh, far South CDC? So correct. So there's, um, you know, there's three components to building that community wealth. Number one is access to procurement opportunities in terms of contracting. Getting minority contracting up is is important and crucial to sustainability to any sort of community um, and any sort of family and household. That you got to have the money and the job to be able to do so. So we want to build up that, and that is looking to bring in, you know, to to have minority contracting for more than seventy million dollars as a part of this um, bringing communities back initiative to minority contractors. Mm-hmm. The second is home ownership. So. Um, our projects is uh, is five components. There's the Morgan Park Commons. There's the Jackie Robinson Office Center. There's the Fernwood Entertainment District. There's the uh, single family, uh, new construction, single family and renovation. And part of that is about 50 homes we're looking to develop both in new construction and also in renovation. Home ownership is the greatest way for anyone to build up household wealth or, or you know, home ownership wealth. And so we have to be able to uh, provide that that avenue for people um, so that they can continue, so they, they can build up that household wealth. Um, and the next is the, uh, is the education portion. We need to also educate people on how to retain their wealth and mm-hmm. through family budgeting and planning. And so our goal is, is, is quite simple, is, um, and also, you know, what Florence mentioned earlier too, I'm sorry, the, what Florence mentioned too as well is that we give grants and programs to existing homeowners as well as a small business so that they can yeah. get a leg up on uh, their existing, uh, whether their existing home as well as their existing small business because, you know, they need the help. You got to give help to, as Florence mentioned before, you got to give help to those who are already here. Yeah. Well, you know, Florence, as, as part of those grants, you're doing down payment assistance which is very interesting. Can you talk more about how that would work? Sure. So as a part of the financing plan that we have, some of the money that we receive, as well as those that we receive from our renters, um, we would save in an account and then help them purchase homes in our community area. Um, so this is a way for them to save, if not um, uh, by choice, 
then this is a way that we can say, hey, a portion of a your rent will be. Saving is not easy. It's not. No, <laughs> Let's it's not. be clear. Right, right. <laughs> you can put away, we'll put away a portion of the rents and then it'll be available for them to apply for grants if they want to move into our community area. Um, and so this, we just want to make it as easy as possible for people to get in with the apartments and the, the, the different types of diverse housing that we're providing and stay in. So once they're there, if they want to move up now, they can stay in our community. They have the down payment assistance to do that. Um, and hopefully they will. Sticking with you for a moment, Florence, um, Abraham mentioned the education piece, right? Mm-hmm. As part of this uh, this project, um, education and support to existing small businesses and housing support services. What are the existing programs out there? So Far South CDC started by providing uh, education to uh, those in the community. Okay. And so we focus on housing. So we do programs around uh, home ownership, uh, foreclosure prevention, prevention um, down payment assistance, how to get into your home financially, what are all the options available. And then as far as small businesses, uh, we have a small business center. We're a neighborhood business development center with the city of Chicago, and we provide assistance with procurement, how to get your certification, how to start a business, how to grow a business, how to market your business, et cetera. So we have a range of programs that we currently offer and we have offered for, you know, the last five to 10 years. Um, But with the Chicago prize. Yeah. How can you up that? Well, a lot, you know, Um, $10 million is a lot of money. And so our goal is that uh, once we, when we get the funds, because you you, you speak it into existence, when we get the funds, um, that we're able to expound. Last year, we helped over 550 people um, with their housing needs. And we look to exceed that moving forward as fellow small businesses we help more than 250 small business owners a year either start or grow their operations and so with this with these funds we'll be able to exponentially affect more people um and really center that 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 growth on this area of the city that needs it so much florence talked earlier about diversifying housing options abraham do you have any idea how many units you'd be able to build Yes. So for um, our BCBI, Bringing Communities Back, we're looking at a total of 180 units. That's 130 units that are uh, rental, and we're looking at 50 that are single family. How do you figure that out? Well, one, we do, (laughs) um, we have market studies that allows us to be able to look at is what are the needs or the deficits in terms of uh, the type of housing quality or or the type of needs in terms of affordability. And so when we did uh, an aerial market study, we found out that, you know, the, the, the community can absorb about, you know, 2,400 units of, of rental units mm. in, this, in this neighborhood. Is inflation having any impact? Cause it, it does. Yeah. <laughs> inflation is... It's uh, making it's, a lot of things much more expensive. Exactly. Because, you know, when we started this, we had a sort of granular idea than this one. We actually had to scale it back because of the rising construction costs and and material costs mm-hmm. um, and labor costs. And so we kind of started peeling things back to meet those needs. Um, but I believe we still, in our minds, the way we're putting this together is we're making sure that even if we're scaling things back, it is still going to have an impact, a high impact on the community. And that's why centering these things at certain um, positions along South Halstead Street, along high-impact hubs, mm-hmm. as well as around the single-family home around amenities 
is what's going to have a high impact when it comes to schools or public parks or public uh, recreation you try, or public transit, which is a bigger push for us, yeah. is that we really want to center these, these, especially the rental units, around public transit nodes to where people have easy access to get around. In the seconds we have left, I wonder, why are you so personally invested in this project? Each of you. You first, Florence. Yeah, I think that this is a community um, that uh, I grew up around, and um, it's one that I've seen sort of the disinvestment happen. Um, Now, I wasn't here 50 years ago, but I can remember hearing stories about how Roseland was the place to go, Mm -hmm. and it is no longer that. And and there are specific reasons why, Um, and I think it's the unfairness in it that pushes me to say, well, no, if others have it, we should too. Yeah. What about you, Abram? Yeah, so my mom is actually from the South Side. Okay. um, As well as I met my wife from Roseland. And so, you know, this is very personal for us. This is in the family. This is in the family. And so it's very personal for us. um, And to see there's so many, I'm glad that there's a great focus for for it, but it's, uh, it's been a long time standing of disinvestment. And so... For us to do this, it's it's almost like it's a drive. Yeah, it's time for change. It's time for change. If you want to read more about the Far South CDC's Bringing Community Back initiative, you can check out the Chicago Sun-Times for more information. Abraham Lacey is the president and CEO of the Far South Community Development Corporation, or Far South CDC. And Florence Hardy is the chief development and innovation officer with this group. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you. This episode of Reset was produced by Micah Yason, and it was edited by Ethan Schwab. Trying to stay up to date on everything happening in Chicago? Then subscribe to our podcast. And while you're there, leave us a rating. It really helps more listeners like you find us. That's all for Reset. We'll talk to you tomorrow. a break from the news? Well, my friend, Nerdette Podcast is here for you. Our show is all about delight. We laugh about what's happening in pop culture and feature thoughtful interviews with fascinating people. We even have a monthly book club that you can participate in. I could just go on and on about it. I loved this book. It was an experience. I'll tell you that. (laughs) I discovered authors I had never heard of, and I'm really happy that I did. Come hang out with us. Listen to Nerdette wherever you get your podcasts.